Hello, welcome to the 201st episode of this podcast called The Dictionary. I am your host, Spencer, and here we go. I'm going to read you some words and some other words. First, for this episode is antecessor, A-N-T-E-C-E-S-S-O-R. I think I pronounced that correctly, give or take. Uh, It's a noun from the 14th century, one that goes before. Synonym is predecessor. The etymology says it is from the Latin antecessor, and there's more at the word ancestor. Next, we have antechamber. All one word. It's a noun from 1655, and we have the synonym anteroom. And I've seen that word come up a couple of times in either examples or synonyms, anteroom. So another word is just antechamber. Next, we have antechapel. All one word. It's a noun from 1703, a vestibule or anteroom to a chapel or church. I'm still not 100% sure on why they've put the prefix ante on these. Um, Let's look back at the anti-prefix from the previous episode. Uh, Let's see. The 1B definition says anterior or forward, and the example was anteroom. So now we can use that information uh, to sort of figure out what an anteroom is, uh, and in this case specifically anti-chapel, um, also anti-chamber. Uh, that, yep, that was another one that used this synonym anteroom. Uh, so it's really just a room in a larger structure that's basically in the front of it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Next we have anti-date. First form, it's a noun from the 15th century. And this was actually the example word for the 1A definition of the prefix ante. Uh, And just a reminder to myself and to you, that definition said prior or earlier. So let's get to the first form of ante-date. It is a date assigned to an event or document earlier than the actual date of the event or document. Now we have the second form of ante-date. It's a transitive verb from 1572. 1A, to date as of a time prior to that of execution. 1B, to assign to a date prior to that of actual occurrence. 2 is archaic. It's the synonym anticipate. 3, to proceed in time. Next we have antediluvian. A-N-T-E-D-I-L-U-V-I-A-N. It's an adjective from 1646. 1 of or relating to the period before the flood described in the Bible. 2a, made, evolved, or developed a long time ago, as in an antediluvian automobile. 2b, extremely primitive or outmoded, as in an antediluvian prejudice. And boy, do we have a lot of those. Antediluvian is also a noun, and the etymology says, It is combining the anti-prefix plus the Latin word deluvium, which means flood. And there's more at the word deluge, D-E-L-U-G-E. Next, we have antifix, A-N-T-E-F-I-X. It's a noun from 1832, an ornament at the eaves of a classical building concealing the ends of the joint tiles of the roof. It is from the Latin antifixum, which is the neutral of antifixis, uh, which is from the verb antifigere, which means to fasten before, 
and that is made by combining anti plus figere, which means to fasten, and there's more at the word fix. Next, we have the word antelope. It's a noun from the 15th century, 1a, any of various ruminant deer-like mammals, chiefly of Africa and Southwest Asia, that have a slender, lean build and usually horns directed upward and backward. 1b is just the synonym pronghorn, P-R-O-N-G-H-O-R-N. 2. Leather from antelope hide. This is a Middle English word. Uh, it means fabulous heraldic beast, probably from the Middle French antelope without the E at the end, which means savage animal with saw-like horns. Uh, that's from the Middle Latin anthelopus, uh, which is from the uh, Greek or Latin Greek anthelop or anthelops. I, but I love that uh, description, fabulous heraldic beast or savage animal with saw-like horns. Very poetic. Next, we have anti-meridian, two separate words. Uh, it's an adjective from 1563, being before noon. An abbreviation is AM. And if you are not familiar with AM, I'm a little concerned because we use that and PM all the time. Uh, but yeah, that's what it means, anti-meridian. And it's Latin, and I'm guessing it literally means just being before noon. Next, we have anti-mortem. All one word. It's an adjective from 1862, preceding death. So I guess you could say that we are all currently uh, anti-mortem because we are alive. Next, we have antenatal. All one word, N-A-T-A-L. It's an adjective from 1806, and we have the synonym prenatal, as in antenatal diagnosis of birth defects. So that would be before the baby is born, they are able to either diagnose birth defects or see if it's a boy or girl or things like that. Those would all be either prenatal or antenatal. And antenatally is an adverb. Next we have antenna. It's a noun from 1646. One, uh, they use the plural, which is uh, antennae with an A-E at the end. One of a pair of slender, movable, segmented sensory organs on the head of insects, myriapods, and crustaceans. And it says to see the insect illustration. Two, a usually metallic device as a rod or wire for radiating or receiving radio waves. Three is uh, using also the plural version. A special sensitivity or receptiveness, as in his political antennae proved to be shrewder than ever. That is a quote from Eric Segal, or Siegel. Antennal, with an L at the end, is an adjective. This is a Latin word, and it means sail yard, S-A-I-L-Y-A-R-D. I only spell that to make sure that uh, you are understanding what I'm saying clearly. Next, we have antenual, A-N-T-E-N-N-U-L-E. It's a noun from 1843, a small antenna or similar appendage. Antenular is an adjective. Next, we have antinuptial, A-N-T-E-N-U-P-T-I-A-L. This is an adjective from 1696, and it has the synonym prenuptial, so very similar to our antenatal prenatal situation. And of course, uh, nuptial means that this is related to getting married. 
Next, we have antipendium. It's a noun from 1635. A hanging for the front of an altar, pulpit, or lectern. The etymology says this is from the Latin verb uh, pendere, anti plus pendere, which means to hang, and there's more at the word pendant. Next, we have antipenult. I think that's how it's pronounced,、uh, based on the way the pronunciation guide is telling me how to emphasize the syllables.、Uh, A N T E P E N U L T. Another form is antipenultima.、Uh, this is a noun from 1552. The third syllable of a word counting from the end, as Q in accumulate. Antipenultimate is also an adjective or a noun. I think it's funny that there is a word that means the third syllable from the end of a word. I've heard penultimate,、uh, and that means the second from the last. And in this case, we've got basically we've added one to it, so anti, which means before that. So it's basically before the second from the last, which means it's the third from the last.、Uh, and I'm curious if there's a word that describes the fourth from the last. And you can just go on and on and on. But if I ever want to sound super fancy, or if you ever want to sound super fancy, and you are describing the、uh, third from the end, specifically the third syllable from the end of a word,、uh, you should say antipenult or antipenultima or antipenultimate. Looks like all are、uh, fine to use. Next we have antipost. There's a hyphen. It's an adjective from 1902. It is British, and it means relating to or being wagers on a horse race made especially before the day of the race. Next and last word for this episode is anterior. It's an adjective from 1541. 1A, situated before or toward the front. 1B, situated near or toward the head or part most nearly corresponding to a head. 2. Coming before in time or development, synonym is preceding, and anteriorly is an adverb. It is Latin.、Uh, it says compared to the word ante, a n t e, and there's more at the prefix ante. And my word for the episode is going to be antipenult, just because, as I said, I think it's funny that there's a word that names the third syllable from the end of the word. If you can think of an example of when this would be super helpful, send me an email. All the contact info is in the episode description. That will end the episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.